Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Wednesday, April 5th in the year 2023. More things continue with the breakdown of our economy as things continue to spin out of control and we endure what is truly the destruction of the old America with the question of simply where are we going. And Patriots, with this time and the impending collapse of the dollar, I would encourage you all to make sure you have a good plan at home. One of those is a home defense plan. And to do that, you need to keep your skills up with the cost of the range increasing, ammo getting more expensive, and sometimes hard to get depending on your area. You need a tool and a method to practice your skills. And there's no better way to do that and teach gun safety in the comfort of your home than iTarget Pro. If there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training because our cities aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. This is the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it will pay for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you want to have. Indeed you do. Just to clear up some things scripturally, just in case there might be a problem of people saying yes, but. Well, here's the yes, but. Take a listen to this. Got anything to say about thou shalt not kill? It'll be brief. It's, it's an incorrect translation, but I don't blame uh, the King James people. Uh, I do blame any modern translator who, who translates it as do not kill. It's do not murder. Hebrew has two words for homicide or for killing, uh, just as English does, kill and murder. In Hebrew, harag and ratzach, this is ratzach. It's clear it's do not murder. Murder is illegal killing. There is legal killing. You can kill an animal to eat it. You can kill a human in self-defense. So if it said do not kill, we would have to be pacifists and vegetarians. Whoa, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Almost sounds like liberal politics. Like they want us to be pacifists and vegetarians with no guns. Here's one thing I can assure you. Your government has tried to kill you with a death shot. And now they want to take away your guns, which means that whatever comes next, they're planning on killing you again or more. <laughs> I don't know how you kill somebody again, but they're going to try to do it again. That's that sort of thing. So if you are thinking that giving up your guns would be a good idea because it gives me a warm fuzzy to know that we can all get along and be in love. I'll tell you what. I have a great, great cost on a daily stay in a FEMA camp. And you know what else they have there? They've got showers. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. 
So, Patriots, don't give up your guns. They're going to press hard for it. But also don't think that things are going to get much easier. Headline reads, A second trucking bloodbath? Question mark. It has been a year since I wrote Why I Believe a Freight Recession is Imminent. The article published on March 31st, 2022, this comes from Craig Fuller, CEO of Freight Waves, stated my case as for why I thought the U.S. trucking market was headed for a significant downturn. The information in the article was based on analysis from Sonar, which is FreightWave's high-frequency freight data and price reporting platform. Sonar is the market's leading freight market analytics and price reporting system. So the point is that he goes on to say, as we have entered the second quarter of 2023, it appears that the freight market may be worse than the freight recession of 2019 as tender rejections are on the verge of dropping below 3%. The low in 2019 was 3.86%. What's the bottom line? No one really knows what the direction of the U.S. economy will, will head during the next three quarters of 2023, but there is plenty of reason to expect that the great purge in trucking will continue for the foreseeable future. Now, just so we understand the implications of this, we're dealing in a supply chain system that does things like raise pigs in the United States, ships them to China to be butchered and whatever else they do to them, puts them in packages and sends them back over here to our supermarket. Once they get here, they're put on tra- trucks and trailers to move them all around the country. Now, what do you think is going to happen when the freight system implodes? We are witnessing the collapse of Babylon. This is an integrated supply chain system that is breaking down rapidly. So it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you don't have things on the market shelf, you're going hungry. So what are we going to do? Grow your own food. I keep saying it. Stock up. Grow your own food. Don't waste time. The clock is ticking. And it's not a pretty outcome if we don't get on it. This is an important time for us to realize the criticality of the events that are happening. They are trying to change the currency, trying to enslave the people, trying to force the people to their knees. And yeah, I could get really graphic on that one, but I won't. You get the image. That's where they want you for good reason. Remember, these are pedophile psychopaths and they hate you and they're transgender and they want to rape you and eat you. So that's pretty simple. When you get your government framed like that, if you still believe in government, in this government, well, you know, what can I say? I'm sure there is a pedophile circus somewhere that would like to give you some entertainment in your home. Clowns, all of them. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we are blessed to be here today. We are blessed with all that you give us and the clarity of sight that you give us. So, Father, as we start our prayers today, we we do pray for the many that are just unprepared. There are many in this time. And this is a time, Father, we need to be leaning into you more than ever, but equally doing our due diligence on the ground of doing all we can to prepare for a coming change. Change is highly disruptive. And we know that emotionally people don't deal with change well. We know that emotionally people don't want to face significant change and that they will continue to live in their place of comfort, even if it's a fiction, 
simply to deny what's coming. Lord, you have given us eyes to see that the light that's coming through the tunnel is not the light at the end of the tunnel, but rather the light on the head of the train that's heading at us. And so we pray that the many will begin to realize and recalibrate their sight to realize what is coming at them. So, Father, we are at a point right now when we are seeing the most deep divisions beginning to take root. They have worked a propaganda system. They have played both peoples to the middle. People are being distracted by a clown show of President Donald J. Trump as he acts out his role of being persecuted. And this nonsense that's continuing, and we pray that patriots will see the light on this and quit trying to compare President Trump to Jesus. We pray for mercy and we pray for forgiveness for our nation that has fallen so far that they're literally placing a man in the role of a walk and trying to compare him to Christ. This is sickness. This is a country that has fallen so far that we no longer even understand who we are and who you are, most importantly. So, Father, we pray for our nation, a nation that's walking a very dark time, a very dark path, a nation that is meandering through the streets, literally with blindfolds on, and a nation that is, to a large degree, has forgotten the relationship that we were set upon with you on the throne above us and us at your feet with government subordinate to us and our wills of the people. Father, we have a crisis in our nation. And again, we pray for the many that are walking in darkness. We pray for in a moment in time that will be so shocking that the only place that they can turn is turn to you. A moment that will shake them to the core. And Father, we know when we pray prayers like this, this is a huge thing that will affect all of us. Yet, Father, I don't know that there's any other way. We have... We continue to do our work and will continue to do our work in trying to awaken people to the love in Christ. We will continue to do our work to prepare, filling the silos in a metaphorical sense, being prepared for a time of great change, which is coming either way. And we do pray again for mercy on a nation that has turned its back on you. But somehow, Father, I don't think you're done with us. I don't think you're, like so many want to paint the picture that it's all over. I don't think that's it. I do think that the system under which we live is done. And I do believe that this system is shaking and falling. And I do believe that this is part of the great shaking to really be the moment of threshing that separates the wheat from the chaff. And we will find that many now will be seeking you more as we continue to see those numbers grow. So, Father, allow us that wonderful place of being there for others with a heart that receives them to guide them to Jesus. And the differences that we have between churches and congregations, let it be cast aside. Let the voice of the true love of Christ regain on the pulpit. This isn't about a business of a church. We need strong pulpits speaking the message of Jesus, not worried about an offering plate, not worrying about donations and 501c3 kickbacks, 
We need strong pulpits that are willing to stand and speak the truth, the truth of what's going on in our world, the truth in the politics of seeing this nonsense that's happening, the truth about the transgender invasion with 15,000% increase in the number of transgender surgeries and children being permanently mutilated, forever dependent upon the pharmaceutical industry, the war that's being waged on kids. Let these messages come boldly from the pulpit the corruption within our government ranks, where we're supposed to be forced to accept multiple genders and rather accepting that there's only two and living by that. Father, this is the great shaking. And unfortunately, so many people are being lured into this darkness and its weakness. It's weakness in the lack of understanding of who you are and its lack of consequences of understanding which walk they make. And Father, we know that your love is immense and our role is significant because you've selected us to be here in this time. So again, Father, we pray for that opportunity for each and every one of us to be able to continue and find more opportunities to engage, to spread the word, and to share our love in Christ, not just by words, but by the way we walk. May we walk boldly under the banner of Christ. And with that, it should give us strength, not only in discernment, but in establishment of where we stand in life, not to walk in the, in the gray spaces, not to waffle between, oh, I don't know if I should or I shouldn't, but to stand boldly for where kingdom stands, to speak truth, to speak love, but to speak truth, and to remind us all that love is not always easy. Truth is at the center of that, and sometimes truth is hard to hear. So, Father, we pray for that awakening. We pray for that moment in time where people will begin to understand that strength in our spirit, strength in our heart, strength, strength in our footing leads us to places that are not comfortable. And yet it's there that when we speak the truth, we can have the greatest effect. Let us not shy away from these challenges. Let us stand boldly in this hour to confront this enemy in every quarter it stands and to give it no quarter, but instead to show the compassion for your children, all of us, as we restore the strength in the body of Christ. Guide us, protect us in this time. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so patriots, I'm just going to speak this boldly. I'm going to say it again tonight. But here's the deal. If you are one of those that is pushing this meme train out here of Trump being compared to Jesus, shame on you. Learn who Jesus is and knock it off. This garbage that people keep repeating and think it's a good idea and think it's funny, this is stupidness. Trump is not Christ. And for those of you that are doing this, you either don't know Christ, you're mocking Christ, or you're one of these Christ consciousness folks that thinks it doesn't matter. Words have actions, have consequences. They are the power of life and death. Understand what that means. And we are accountable for all things. Trump is a man. And if you're hanging your hope all on a man, I've got bad news for you because it's not going to turn that way. I'm going to play a piece here I want you to hear. 
Russian Orthodox. At least I believe he's Russian Orthodox. I want you to hear this. This is very on point, except for his end of the world prophecy, but we can get through that. So this is a discussion that's right at President Trump. And I've heard this already from too many people. I believe these are truly, I'm saying this because I've heard this from so many people getting dreams about this exact thing. God is speaking boldly and we are in a critical hour. So please listen. I'll say this to Donald Trump. And I want someone to take this message directly to Donald Trump. My dear friend, do not be engaged in no space programs and do not support no space program. But focus on Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you have mentioned his name in some of your talks. And if you truly believe in him as you have been talking about him, then I encourage you from the bottom of my heart, it is now hanging by a thread. Mr. Trump, you'll know, you'll understand what I'm saying. I don't want to say everything, but you'll understand what I'm saying. It is hanging by a thread. If you do not focus on Jesus Christ alone, America is gone, finished. The next superpower will wipe you, will wipe everyone, and it will bring total destruction. You cannot win the election, Mr. Trump, if you do not bow before Jesus Christ, rely on the Lord and be faithful to the Lord because those puppets in the White House, they are there to destroy. We know the elections get rigged. They play with them like they did the last time in America. Biden, he wouldn't have even seen it in his dream. And I don't know if he's the true Biden or he's a replica. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he's not the real Biden. Yeah, well, there are certain presidents in the world, they have copies. Oh, that's, that's, that's not a conspiracy theory, that's a fact. They have copies. But listen, Jesus knows. Jesus sees and Jesus Christ is God in control. I pray Trump comes and wins the next election. And then I want to talk to you face to face, Mr. Trump. And then I want to tell you a few things in secret. And then it's up to you to believe it or not, to accept it or not. When America goes, you can kiss everything goodbye. When Israel gets struck by a superpower, remember it's World War III nuclear warhead. Billions of people will die. So you don't need to depopulize the world. You know what's controlling all this? His name is Jesus. 
the sweetheart. And to every church leader, please, for the love of Christ, for the love of Christ, I am begging every church leader, stop selling your Lord. Please, I beg you. Speak the truth as it is. Fear no one. Fear nothing. Say it with love and respect, but in their faces sharper than a sword. With love and respect. Mr. Prime Minister, I will not... Powerful words and on point. That was the Good Shepherd Church. I believe it's a Russian Orthodox, and I'm only going by the way he's dressed. But patriots, this is a we are in a critical hour in this world. Lots of things are happening, and there's lots of things to be very concerned about. The war is being waged. Listen to this headline. Well-known crypto tech ex-executive murdered in San Francisco stabbing. He just happens to be best known for starting Cash App. Why is that important? Because Cash App competes with FedNow. And what is Fed now? They are, it's the new global CBDC currency to enslave the people. Cash App is a way around that, and he's now dead. You're beginning to get the picture that this is an all-out war against our freedom. And as people watch the TV and they watch Donald Trump go through trial and they wring their hands and they go outside and they protest and demonstrate and they talk about free Trump, we're being enslaved because people are too dumb to realize they're getting played. Wake up. This is not a time for us to be sitting here worrying about President Trump. The dude's a billionaire. Okay? Got it. If his attorneys can't handle this, we've got a bigger problem. Trump gets up in the morning. As far as I know, he gets dressed by himself, and that's good. And if he doesn't, he'll hire somebody to do it anyway. He's got, he has the money. But this distraction is keeping us away from the bigger threat which is happening, which is the changing of the financial system to force us into compliance. I'm not going to comply. And it's, this is an urgent hour to get ourselves deeper in our relationship with God and fill the silos, as Joseph did. It's not a joke. But I do want to add one thing as we go. And we'll include some of this in our prayers. We need to pray for President Trump to come to Jesus. So I want to leave you with this vision today. It's just a thought. It's not a vision. It's a thought. But to realize, and, and by the way, I'm going to get some pundits that are going to say, ah, Trump sold out. I'm going to check you on that before I even say what I'm going to say. Because God can do anything. And if you doubt what could happen with Trump, then you doubt the power of prayer and you doubt the power of the Almighty. So let me just paint a picture for you. I want you to imagine President Trump coming in front of the nation. I want you to imagine President Trump saying, America, my fellow Americans, or whatever you want, however you want to phrase it, patriots, whatever. I've made mistakes. 
I was misled and I made poor choices with the vax. I've taken this before Jesus. I've asked for repentance and I'm now asking you to forgive me. And with this, we will now work forward to correct the errors and the wrongs of my ways and as a nation stand back again under the banner of our true king. Something to that nature, if you could imagine him saying those words, you, if you can't, figure out a way to and bring it to God and see if that's God's will. But here's the deal. If that was to happen, I want you to imagine what that would do for every Christian in this world, and I want you to imagine what that would do to every member of the cabal. There's nobody else in this world that can tweet one comment and change the direction of politics on a dime. And I'm the first one to tell you I'm highly suspect of this whole game, thinking it's a Masonic game and a ritual rite of passage for Trump. That does not mean he's unreachable. In the end, Samson came back around. But that's the thing. is President Trump needs prayers for him to realize that his greatest strength isn't walking in money or gold, but his greatest strength and legacy will be built on his relationship through Christ to the Father. And if you can pray that, if that's all you can pray, then put that for him. Because as people, we've been called to pray for our leaders. Not pray for what we want, but pray to them to work within the umbrella of Father God. So I encourage you to do that. Because God can make this happen if our prayers are truly of the heart. And obviously, if it's God's will. All right, patriots. Tonight we've got... I think, I mean, I may have a change of programming. I'm planning on having the resistance chicks on tonight. It's just a matter of me getting that interview tidied up. And if, but either way, it'll be a great show tonight. Guaranteed. Why? Because it's Bards FM and because you're here too. Together, we always do a great show. It's pretty awesome. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit 
have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 